Satra, Amistro Bin Hazarta. Satir Give me the power I beg of you! Awake! You are all going to die tonight. I'm drawing a line in the fucking sand here. Do not read the Latin. Read it. Hello, and welcome to Don't Read the Latin. I'm your co-host, Rias Hall. I'll be running the show tonight until our host is able to recover from whatever ails her. <laughs> oh, hi, I'm Jennifer Lovely. <laughs> welcome to Don't Read the Latin. <laughs> oh, so anyhow... Yes. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> it needed to come out. Oh, so, anyhow. Jen, what have you been watching lately? Well, uh, <laughs> God damn it. So, we have a theme for this episode, and I actually watched some movies for it. Our, uh, how did you put the theme? Because it was your recommendation. Um, what I have written down here is cursed slash possessed, item, possessed items in horror movies. Fantastic. And so I watched some stuff for that. I watched, well, some things. I watched two things. That's more than I watched. One was fantastic. Fantastic. The other one was fucking awful. Was it Deathbed, the bed that eats? It was not. Oh, that's my fave. So it's so bad. So I, bad. I, you know, I thought about trying to watch some of those, and then I thought, no. I was going to let you throw yourself on those hand grenades, because I knew you probably already had. Have you seen it's Refrigerator? True. I have not seen Refrigerator. I've read enough about it to know I don't need to see, to it. see it. Okay. <laughs> Did you watch it? I no. <laughs> it's about a refrigerator that has a portal to hell in it. Fantastic. Things that aren't in theme that I watched. Um, we went to see um, Black Panther in the theater. Oh, which that's exciting! I really wanted to um, give it money an opening weekend. Yeah. Um, in things that are really fucking amazingly depressing about Br Black Panther. Oh my God! The IMDb ratings. Are no, never look at the ratings on the IMDb. Horrible. They're awful. People oh my are God. awful People... and racist and awful. Yes, and we're just gonna leave it at that. People are awful and fucking racist and awful. Thank you. Yeah, that was beautiful. Um, I know in... how the internet works. It's full of idiots. <laughs> uh, in reality, uh, Black Panther was beautiful and nuanced. And I'm very timely. much looking forward to it. And just so fucking gorgeous. I, it was it was wonderful. And I, I realized I played the line through in my head as I was about to say it. Seeing so much color on screen. Yeah. <laughs> in so many ways. Um, yeah. I've seen a lot of stills from it and it looks beautiful. It is. And it's colorful just, and, and, and comic booky, but in the right ways. Yes. And, um, you know having just so many brilliant people of color mm -hmm. uh on the screen and and just just fucking knocking it out of the park it was just fantastic and it was on the shoulders of 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 black women i mean they yeah. were the best part of that movie that's what i hear and um 
there's just there's so many things to think about in the movie and I can't wait to see it again and also I think it's one that I don't think I'm gonna have to wait that long to show to Tekla um I'm starting yeah. to we're starting to show her some superhero movies yeah um and I was thinking back on it and I'm like it is there's a lot of really big concepts in it but it's not anything where it's going to be I think too scary for her to see yeah anyway uh, the other thing, and of course my phone locked up. Oh, ha, 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 oh come on. <laughs> I watched The Ritual. Oh my which, God, that oh was the only God, other I thing loved. I was going to bring. Oh, it's so beautiful. And I love that monster design so much. I just was, wanted to hug it and the, run away from it all at best, the same time. It was the best design. I was like, design. that does not look like any creature I've seen in a movie before. Actually, I heard on Shockwaves that... There was a woman on it. They had a couple of guests, and it was like an all-woman, because um, it's usually just a Rebecca McHenry, uh, formerly, and I think mm-hmm. currently of Fangoria. Um, and they kind of cleared the way, and they did a witches episode, and it had like five women on it. Um, but and, and this one woman was complaining. She's like, well, I've kind of seen that kind of thing before, because she mentioned two movies where it was a, a similar, but it, it's not popping into my head hmm. what she compared the design to. But... Um, since I don't I just, have that as a reference, yeah, I don't I have it, it as a reference. For me, I thought original. it was terrifying, but beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was terrifying very much, and an, it was very much a nature, a creature of nature that you could imagine lurking around in the woods. Yes, and and I, I loved, I loved what a fairy tale, and and. I loved the dream sequence when the forest would turn into the convenience store. Yes. Those were beautiful. And I think it, I I love movies that, that have a depth where they deal with something as, as harrowing as guilt Mm -hmm. and, and grief, um, and, and the sadness of, of how friends would come together after something like that. Yeah. I think Descent deals with that really well. Oh, it does, and, yeah. And also uh, Lake Mungo, which is a huge favorite of mine, um, that is more kind of talking about yeah. how, how families handle a loss. Yeah. Um, and, God damn, I just... <laughs> and, and the thing is, it's it, it every time that they were walking through the woods and they felt utterly lost... I mean, I grew up on a national forest where mm-hmm. it was literally hundreds of miles yeah. of woods behind me. And that that sense of, of everything else receding uh-huh. and, and the beauty of it. I don't want to live there anymore, but the beauty of it yeah. is amazing. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, I was, I was I'm so excited you saw it too. It was such a disservice. I, I think it came out the same weekend as... Um, the new Cloverfield movie, and which it, I still haven't seen. I wouldn't. It's, okay. it's just not good enough. Um, it starts out fun, and then it just drops the ball really, really fast. Um, I don't know. I want movies to continue coming out in the Cloverfield universe. Yeah, but it was. But kind that of, may not be one of them. Yeah, it was. That's kind okay. Of, it's kind of a dud. Uh, and it kind of, uh, it, it stole all the air out of the room because they, the, because the, of how they promoted it, which honestly, was all at once during the Super Bowl. That was, 
I mean, it was a good bet for them from everything I've gathered. Yeah. Because um, I heard something this week uh, that I was completely unaware of. Um, one of the things that kind of sucks uh, for, say, filmmakers who get their movies put on Netflix, they never give you stats. They, mm-hmm. they, you never get to find out, like, how many times your movie's been watched. Right. But um, they earn money, and I don't know how it happens, but literally for every minute that the movie is on is how they mm. monetize I did not know that. Neither did I. <laughs> so that was something um, that I got to find out. So what have you seen other than The Ritual? Well, I watched a movie called, I believe the release title is The Hunting Ground. I originally saw it as Valley of the Sasquatch. I'd been meaning to watch it for a long time yeah. because one of someone that I know directed it. Oh. Like a customer where I work and someone I've been on panels with at cons had directed it. And it's about a father and son who aren't getting along, and they go on a camping trip, and then they're attacked by Sasquatch, by lots of Bigfoot. And it was fun. It's a lot of guys in big gorilla suits running around in the woods. What was the name of this again? Because this is right up... It's called Hunting Grounds. I believe that's what they had to release it under. Uh, It was originally Valley of the Sasquatch, but when it got sold to Netflix, they didn't want it to start with a V because then it would be at the bottom of the list. Oh, yeah. So that's what I heard. Which is why there's movies like, ah, zombies. Yeah. (laughs) They exist. (laughs) Yeah. It was fun. Well, there we go. It was fun. I will pass this on to Handsome Boyfriend. It was kind of a low-budget Bigfoot movie, but I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was well-written. Fantastic. So I watched that. I watched uh, I watched that other movie, The Hunting Grounds, which is about a family being hunted and murdered in Australia. I'm trying to think if I've heard about that. It's hard to watch. It's a lot just, of Aussie horror is. They have it's a very just, yeah, visceral it's just meanness super, to some of their oh yeah their horror. It's like these people go up in the woods and they find a little baby wandering around and no one near, and it kind of goes bad from there. Oh. And yeah, yeah, that's kind of the beginning of the film. Oh, that's okay. It's uh, it's really brutal. I wouldn't recommend you watch it. Yeah, no, not for me. Um, so I did watch that. I watched, ooh, I watched a documentary. <gasps> Rias's documentary, documentary corner. corner. <laughs> um, there's a show on Netflix called Rotten, which is about the food industry, and I didn't want to watch it because. There's some thing, because I've seen PETA videos and I'm horrified by yeah. them and I did not want to see that, but I did watch the first two episodes and the first episode is about the honey industry. Okay. And it is amazing. Okay. Like there are like imported honey has to go, all of the honey that gets imported goes through this one lab that tests it for impurities. Yeah. Um, we have a, um, I think we have an embargo against China, so we buy all our money from Thailand and yet somehow we're getting more money more honey than thailand could ever produce in a million years and they're finding out that it's adulterated it has syrups mixed into it and yeah it and there's this in other words buy your honey local so buy local (laughs) honey is basically but it was a really fascinating documentary episode about something that i knew nothing about i'd never heard about adulterated honey or honey smuggling or and they talked to people who are beekeepers oh they are a funny folk yeah, there's a group in um, Detroit dedicated. that are putting that are beekeeping, and they're putting the bees on vacant lots, oh. 
and teaching people in the neighborhoods how to take care of bees. So they're oh, getting a good wonderful. bee population. And then they, they sell the honey, like Detroit that's, honey. I'll, I yeah. buy Detroit honey. Yeah. So it was kind Detroit, of... De- Detroit, home of like the great movies that are coming out recently. And, and honey. honey. <laughs> yeah. So it was really good. The second episode is about peanut allergies. Mm. And it's really scary. Yeah. Because true. they're like... Yeah. Anybody who mocks, like... Yeah, don't make fun of that, because a mo- because literally, if they get a molecule yeah. of it, it will kill them. Yeah. And they were talking to people who've gone into anaphylactic shock yeah. after eating at restaurants. They talked to a guy who has a very... Who has a kid that has food allergies and is also a chef. And he's like, these are the these are what we do at my restaurant to make sure this yeah. doesn't happen. It was really interesting. There's um in the new uh, Peter Rabbit movie coming out, there they have a kid who or they have one of the the bunnies, I guess, uh, has a severe allergy. Right. The, the, no, they... it's the guy next door has a oh, severe the, okay. allergy. I haven't seen it. So. And he goes into anaphylaxis and he can't breathe, and the bunnies are laughing at him. Yep. After pelting him with something that he is... After pelting him with whatever he's allergic to. And then they... So, um... I'll not be seeing this movie. Yeah. Um, Rebecca McHenry again of... Uh, before of Fangoria, now new of Fangoria, because they are, are starting Fangoria Yeah, I'm again. glad that Fangoria is coming back. And um, I stopped reading it because it got to be so expensive. It was like yes. eight, 8 or $9 an issue, and it's I could not very afford expensive. that. And I was really frustrated because I knew that they were having financial problems, so for the last couple of years, I had right. steadfastly supported them, because mm-hmm. it was, you know, one of the things that I very originally got into horror. Yeah. When um, I was growing up, I loved to read Fangoria. Yeah. For my brother, who was older than me, it was Famous Monsters of Filmland. Oh. Um, so I was really frustrated because I had had a subscription in that last year, of which I paid an astronomical amount of money for that subscription, and I got two, uh, I got two episodes, or uh, two magazines. It was really yeah. frustrating, and then they say, and they're like, "Well, we've put on two online, yeah, no magazines." And I'm like, "That isn't, what yeah, I, no." That's that's the that's the sign of death. Yeah. Um, another interesting piece of horror news is there's a website, and there it's the Rondo Awards. Oh, I have, uh, yes. And I just found out about it the other day when I was at work, so I haven't had time to look at it. I have been voting in the Rondo Awards for the last couple of years. It is amazing as a, as a list of upcoming horror, different kinds of horror. There's lots of short films with links to them, so you can yep. watch the short films. And I found that as a resource amazing. Yep. The, the, the guy who organizes the Rondos is amazing. Yeah. Joe Dante tweeted yeah. about it. Yep. And so yeah, you just cut and paste the ballot into your into an email, email and, and just put an X by what you like. Yep. And send <laughs> it in and it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. No, it's fantastic. Uh I've been I've been I, I'm kind of sad because it used to be if you'd voted once in it mm-hmm. that when it went live they would just send you an email. And oh, you'd be nice. like, All right, it's time to vote in the Rondos. And now you have to like you have to go, go find to it, but it's worth it. But it's worth it. Um, just the list of books. I was like, oh wow, I've never heard of that. I want I to know. read that. Yeah, it's it's just a, a great resource. Um, the circling back because I'm I, I've, I sometimes re-listen to our episodes and I'll segue sometimes and then I'll right. never I'll never return to the point. But anyway, she has a severe peanut allergy, and when she was young, she actually had a kid throw a handful of peanuts at her. She did go into anaphylactic shock, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, her heart did stop. Yeah. Um, they had to take her to the hospital. Yeah, that's and, not and, a and, joke. And literally, 
like she got, you know, because she's a couple years younger than I am. I mean, the guy, the kid who threw it at her was like, oh, you know, you shouldn't do that again. And it's like hospitalization in your you death. Almost, you, you almost, almost killed, murdered someone. Yeah. And I'm like. Don't do that again. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, the oh. documentary was really interesting because they were talking about how 30 years ago, no peanut allergies. No. Oh. And it's become more and more. And they think a lot of it is because kids don't play in the dirt as much as they used to. And they don't get that it's early true. immunity. Yeah. And that that's part of it. Yep. And I heard on the news that they had found a way that they think they can prevent or cure peanut allergies. That would so, be a wonderful Or thing. nut allergies in general. And I really hope they can because that yeah. would be amazing. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's terrifying the idea that somebody can actually kill your kid just by being thoughtless. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, the only other thing, um, leaving that, uh, that we had been watching this one uh show that we kind of watched like five seasons of and uh and then we kind of caught up on all the television that's been coming out on all of the uh flash and supergirl and such mm -hmm. i and have not watched any of those we i i'm jim I is still the flash. i am enjoying the flash so we do occasionally call it the damn it barry show damn it barry yeah <laughs> And uh, Supergirl is still continuing to be really, really good. Um, but what we have started watching on Hulu is The Runaways. And I've heard of that. Yeah, it's um, it's these kids with, uh, well, at least some of them are developing superpowers. And then they find out that in like the first episode, they find out basically that their parents are supervillains. Oh, cool. Um, and it's their kids and this issue with these runaways. Um, and we're only about four or five episodes in. And I think it's only a 10 season, 10 episode first season. But it is really good. And I'm, we're really oh, enjoying it. Oh, that's good. It. I've been enjoying The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And simply because it's a show where bad things don't happen too often to people. They, they're the lady that's in it is super, the main character is upbeat and happy, even though terrible, would... even though she's lost her apartment and her husband. She's, I, I like it because it's a nice light show. It's well written. There needs, it's that needs witty. to exist every once in a while. <laughs> it's well written. The dialogue is fast and witty, and I, I just like it. Yeah. Oh, so, it's, it's, I'm on only my on list. like episode three. Uh, but it's, well, I'm it's definitely going to give it a little shot. 1950s era cute show. Fantastic. Shall we talk about cursed items? Exactly. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start out, um, and I, I typically, I do not like spending a lot of time on things that I haven't enjoyed, um, <laughs> because... How do you live? Because I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's just the, that's me joking around. <laughs> I just, I, I would always rather focus on, on things that things are really that fun like. and things yeah. I enjoy. Um, but... Oh, goodness gracious, I watched uh, Wish Upon, and not only just was it not Oh, that, good, that one with the mystery box from the it Chinese has restaurant. The Chinese, it's the uh -huh. Chinese box that her dad, who is a scrap metal guy, found. he finds and he gives to her, and it's just a whole lot of not fun and not Yeah, I know, good. I saw that, I, I, and having like, I, have, I saw the trailer for it, and I was like, is this PG rated, because... It's got it's, nothing. It's, it's got, got nothing. nothing. It's got nothing. <laughs> and it's got Ryan Philippe playing the dad. 
And there's oh, bless this his little heart. He's like, so sad that he's old enough to play a dad. I, I remember know. He was a just baby. a baby. And there is a scene. <coughs> her that she's uh, her dad is is a widow uh, widower, and the, the mother died when she was really young, and he's been scrap metaling for a long time. And uh, when she gets the Chinese box, like she starts making wishes and things start going up in their life, and he starts. Uh, he used to be a saxophone player. <laughs> and oh, God, no. So there is a scene where he's solemnly, like, playing his saxophone. And she and, like, her two girlfriends are sitting there staring dreamily at him. And the two girls are just like, your dad's a fox. And it's just so, no. No, thank no, you. No, thank you. It's just a little too... It, 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 it's, uh. it's a little yeah well I'm currently reading a book where one of the characters <laughs> laments that they use guitars to play rock music now when you used to only have solos on the saxophone and that's the way it should be <laughs> that happens in The Kill Riff by David Chow wow <laughs> I didn't do a whole podcast about that book you'll, you'll hear about it so um, I would not recommend Wish Upon I did not see Wish Upon. <laughs> I just have a list of cursed items. Some of, like, every... Okay, if you want... If you're interested in cursed items, watch the Friday the 13th TV series. I, I love, love that series. series so much. I love every it single so episode, all they're trying to do is to get a cursed item back that's yep. wreaking havoc in the world. Okay. And it's really well written. It's a good... It they is a really, really good, good series. Writers. Yeah. They had really good writers. Yeah, it was great. Um I <laughs> I have I have spoken at length about Friday the thirteenth the series, but I had a little black and white television in my room when Fox started. And <laughs> and I would watch every single night. I would watch I would watch Friday the thirteenth. So what happens is uh, these two young adults find out that they had an uncle that passed away that owned an antique shop. And uh, he had a partner who seems to be kind of MIA. Right. And so they're like, we don't know what the hell to do with this. We both have our own lives. One was kind of a, a wayward young guy that was kind of a comic book nerd. But, you know, he didn't want to... I think he kind of wanted to do something with the shop. Right. But the other one was this uh, young redhead, redheaded woman... Um, who had a life in the city and a fiance. Right. So what they do is they're like, well, we don't know what the hell to do with this antique store. We'll just sell everything. We'll have a big sale. You know, whatever money we get, we'll split. Well, they have the big sale. You know, everything goes everywhere. And the partner comes back and he's like, oh, my God, what have you done? Because all of these items are cursed. <laughs> Why didn't they have them in a shop? Why didn't they put them in a garage or a storage unit? <laughs> what is wrong with you? So they spend the entire rest of the series um, basically trying to get uh, these uh, pieces back from people whose lives they're either they're either ruining their lives or ruining, ruining their lives. other people's There's lives. So much death and murder and killer dolls and killer mirrors and the, killer, killer. There's one killer. with a killer mirror that I like. There's one with a locket. Where this guy is like totally stalking this music star, 
and the locket he wants to be close to her and he uses this magic locket and he slowly starts to absorb her and that he's becoming her Mm -hmm. it is messed up in like seven different ways it's my favorite episode ever the first so good the first two seasons are really really fantastic and there's one or two from the third season um, yeah. because uh, like they, re- they I haven't watched all of them I would just catch it every once in a while but I love that episode I had illicit before you could buy <laughs> I had like illicit copies <laughs> of them that you when you used to be able to get like full uh, TV series on eBay yep <laughs> and then I bought it twice <laughs> I don't know Anyhow, um, so that was my first thing is if you're really into cursed objects, watch this show because every week it's a different, it's like monster of the week, except cursed object of the week. I like that. Um, Um, I am going to, I am going to go straight into the other thing that I saw this week. That was, I would have never guessed that it was the best thing that I could have. Oh my God. What was it? It was rubber. (laughs) Oh my God. So rubber is, it is, it is like a, it's a possessed tire. It is an evil tire. It is an evil tire, and it is done by this French director, but it's shot in English, and it starts out with this group of people, like, with <laughs> binoculars, like, watching into the desert, and it's done as almost kind of an art film. It's very much an, I mean, it is a horror film. But it's a very arty horror film. There's, a, there's lot a lot of, of weird film weird references. things that happen. There, but anyway, but it is a tire. It is a tire that can kill things with, with its tire mind. Uh, yeah, it can kill things with its mind. If 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 tires have those, have those. It rolls down the road a lot. And there's so, a lot of footage of this tire rolling God, down really the good. road. There was. I want to show it for movie Friday, but there's so much time where it's just rolling along. Uh huh. But my favorite was when it's just kind of, you know, learning its murdery ways. There, <laughs> there's a point where it's like rolling slowly down the desert and it's got kind of sad Hulk music playing. Yeah, there's very, there's sad music. But then the next day after it's murdered a little bit, it's feeling kind of jaunty and it's, it's, it's rolling swirling, faster and it's swirling it's down the road. road in a very, in a very wages of fear finale yeah. kind of way. <laughs> and it's so happy. <laughs> yeah, that is a strange movie. And it is not for everyone. It is not for everyone. And I would never have guessed that it was for me, but it was. And I enjoyed <laughs> well, good. it so very much. So that possessed tire, if you're up for a little wacky arty tire fun, <laughs> I'd say watch rubber. I found it <laughs> enjoyable but perplexing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have got nothing. Um, um, in the vein of uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, the series, pretty much every goddamn thing in that basement, um, in a uh, 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 cabin in the woods, was cursed and possessed. Because That's it just, true. It just depended, it just on, which depended on what you grabbed. But was yeah. it really possessed or cursed? Because it was being run by people. Huh. Well, damn it. Cross that off the list. I'm going to say that those possessed and cursed items were gathered by those people. Okay. Uh, let's see. Favorite, one of my favorite cursed possessed items is, of course, the Necronomicon. Yes. It spans multiple films. <laughs> it's not just Evil Dead. Um, 
written by a mad Arab named Abdul Al-Hazred, who was later torn to pieces in public by invisible demons. Hell yeah. Now only available in a couple of libraries and some occult bookstores. <laughs> and in a ton of movies. I need to be careful when I drink. <laughs> <laughs> in a ton of movies. And I always love to see an appearance by the Necronomicon. It even showed up in um in the Archie TV series in Riverdale, briefly. I know we've talked about it's that It's a before. tie-in to the Sabrina, the, Sabrina, the, the See, Chilling Adventures I of Sabrina. Watch, I want to watch Sabrina, but I did not enjoy Riverdale. Eh, I'll give, watch Sabrina. Okay. They, she lives in a different town. It's across the river. <laughs> There'll be some crossover, but it's not going to be all the same characters. So True. Just watch Sabrina. Um, in things that I didn't enjoy, again, um, I, I remember actually going to see The Mangler in the theater when it came out, and it was so terrible. Um, but it was a, a cursed laundry It is a cursed laundry machine in a Stephen King story. And I would advise you to watch that movie again, because it has aged very well and is much more enjoyable now than when you thought it was a real movie. Alrighty then. A friend of mine, um, he writes his Outlaw Vern. <laughs> Okay. Just rewatched it after hating it as a hating it as a young man. Yeah, and really enjoyed it. And he's like, "Yeah, I should have." I'm just rewatching it years later and not taking it at, not taking it at face value. It was a lot more fun. Okay. So. So I I recommend rewatching the Mangler. It's ridiculous. If you watch it and know it's giving her such a dubious you look are giving right me now. such a dubious look. I enjoy it. <laughs> Um, I remember when I was very young, having just read the short story in okay. the book Night Shift by Stephen King, that that story scared me to death. And later I went on to work at a dry cleaners for like eight years, so I guess I got over it. <laughs> um, and also, not good, but I don't care because I enjoy it anyway. I have a weird fondness for Stay Alive, which uh, is a cursed video game. I have not seen any cursed video game movies. And I know there's Brain Scan, which there's I... There's Brain Scan, which, which is also a cursed video game. But, yes. And I was <laughs> not going to watch it because I've heard it's terrible. And Stay Alive, also terrible, but I really like it because it has Jimmy Simpson in it, who I kind of have a crush on, and I don't know why. <laughs> uh, That's as good a reason as any. Um, how do you feel about the puzzle box? Oh, the, the lament, lament configuration. configuration. I know, I was saving that one up. <laughs> we, we, yeah, everybody likes, yeah. Everybody loves the lament configuration. Have you seen the little laser cut lamps they have of it? No. It's a, it's like a bo it's a square box laser cut with the lament configuration on it. So when you turn the light on inside of it, it just glows out of all the. I think I need this. I think you, I think it's on Etsy. I think I saw it on Etsy. <laughs> That's where all the good stuff lives. So that's pretty cool. So talk to um, me about Deathbed, the bed that eats. Deathbed, the bed that eats is, um, I learned about it as did most people from Patton Oswalt did a comedy bit on it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I wonder if we have that movie at Scarecrow. I, and lo and behold, behold, you did. We did. So I brought it home. <laughs> it's a bed. I need to stop drinking anything, Jerry. I think this is not a podcast for drinking my tea. It's a bed that narrates its own story in the ta well. in the in the style of a fairy tale, and it eats people. And at one point, my favorite part of the movie, a guy sticks his gets his arm halfway into the deathbed, starts to eat his arm, which is basically he stuffs it under the mattress. 
And when he pulls it out, what he has done is he has pulled his sleeve down and he has a little plastic skeleton hand hanging out of it for the rest of the movie. And he just holds it. Oh. Oh. I don't know. It's like a little plastic skeleton arm and it's so sad. And sometimes he like props his head up on it. Oh, no. He tries to use it like a Yes. He's got a little skeleton hand. (laughs) And I've. That is the best thing about that movie is Johnny is Johnny Skeleton Hand. I don't know about that. It, but it's not a good movie. It is a very, very uneventful movie. I just love the name. I know Death it's a Bed. great name. It's a great name. There's another movie called Deathbed that's a horror movie, but I don't know if it's about an, a, be, a bed that eats. It might just be about zombies. Why not? Um do, 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 do. I've got... Have you ever seen 976 Evil? Like, I had always yes. wanted to see it because it had Evil Ed in it from Fright Night. Oh, that poor kid. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I've seen the porn. <laughs> but have you seen 976 Evil? I have seen 976 Evil. And it is a cursed telephone hotline. Yeah. He, like, dials <laughs> this number and then it tells him to kill people. And then he goes out and does it because... Why not? Kids these days, you know? <laughs> Kids those days. Oh, shut up. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 it's fun. It's a good time. It is not scary. Um, I love Christine. Oh, and, I have Christine and I on watched, here. I haven't watched Christine in a really long time. Um, I haven't either. I need to watch that again because I, I do really it. enjoy it. As do I. And I, I it's just. It's a beautiful car. It is a beautiful car, and and I remember <laughs> I can't remember how how it came up, but I remember talking with Six that it it could have been just the most beautiful love story if he did just you know just stuck it out with Christine. Yeah, just stay try to with date the some car. other girl. Don't, date, don't do not cheat on your car. <laughs> That's so American. <laughs> I swear to God, I haven't had a drink today. <laughs> Maybe you need one. Maybe I need one. <laughs> yeah, I watched a documentary about people who fall in love with their cards and have relationships with them. And I wish one of those guys had gotten Christine because then love would have yeah. been returned and it would have been they'd have just perfect. been happily ever after. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for you, and I don't know if it has ever come up before. How do you feel about Drag Me to Hell? I hate it. So do I. High five! Woo! That was a terrible Sisters high five. Sisters in Can hate. We do that one? There we go. Okay. <laughs> I, I hate it. I felt like gross. it was ageist. I felt like it was gross. The only thing I liked about it was that it had a very handsome goat. <laughs> this is going to be the whole goddamn episode. <laughs> I don't... It just... Something, I hated and it. It just didn't click with me, and I thought it was mean. And I thought and it was they mean, and so not just mean to and, and not just mean to the young people who deserve to have mean things. I felt it was mean to the old lady. Yeah, not that. But, but it's a cursed button that she plants on her to. Yeah, yeah. But have you seen Night of the Demon? Oh, that's a cursed. Is do you think that parchment. is a, that parchment is a cursed item? I have or do you think it's just a spell written on a piece of parchment? I have it down as a cursed item, so I think I'm going to I had it with down. That. Well, I made a note of it, so I probably consider it a cursed item also, or I yeah. wouldn't be talking about it. Yeah. Um, 
I completely did in that scene. I still, the the tension of uh, of the final scene of of them seeing who has the parchment and and yeah, trying yeah. not to take it is just one yeah. of the best things That's, on the yeah. entire planet. It's a, it's a great movie. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Um, and it's got a good looking demon in it. Not as handsome as that goat. <laughs> See, now I have gotten into arguments with Jeff because he like he also likes the demon, and I think that it would be so much more of a timeless movie if they never showed it, but just showed reaction shots to it. They don't show it in the British cut. Okay, because there's I, two different cuts of the movie. One the, they show the demon, one they don't. I want the British cut. <laughs> I, don't, I like the I demon. I am not fond of the demon. I think he's cute. He's I got like... a dog-like face. <laughs> I would be fond of the demon separately from him terrorizing that movie. Okay, fair enough. If I had yeah, a I like the part where the, he says, like "Look in the trees, in the trees, it's coming," and then I get a Kate Bush song stuck in my head for the rest of the day. <laughs> and then they just not show it. They just show the light getting big, and then yeah. that—that's a fine be ending. But uh, I also like to look at big rubber monsters. It's, it's a weakness. I know what you like. <laughs> um, in Things That Are Silly, uh, the painting of Vigo the Carpathian from Ghostbusters 2. Oh my god, I hadn't even thought about that. <laughs> well, what about the painting of Laura in Laura that, that, in, that the <sighs> cop falls completely in love with? Like, are we not going to talk about that being just kind of creepy? It's super creepy. <laughs> and then and at the wonderful. end, he's like, oh, I love you. And she's like, and she's like, you're nice. It's <laughs> like, dude, you've nice. never met this woman. Why yeah. are you, like, slobbering yeah, all over sl- her? Slobbering all over her when you've only seen a painting so, and heard what people said about her. So speaking of Drag Me to Hell being ageist and gross and, and making horrible points, mm-hmm. uh, the movie Darkness, they have these cursed stones that this this little boy um, picks up from this Native American like gravesite and i really fucking hate and and it has another one of those movie tropes that i really super duper despise of the little boy is autistic which make them like like uh, they're so much more susceptible to getting taken over by demons demons yeah. and all this other stuff and here well, let's just utterly bastardize native american culture that Stephen I, king has yeah. a thing oh. about making characters who are mentally mm-hmm. My superpowers. Mentally different, yeah. and that's their superpower. Yeah, yeah. We, we need to talk about that, because we need to stop it. Anyway. Um, have you ever seen The Monkey's Paw? Because I have not. I have read The Monkey's Paw, like, a bunch of times. I have a monkey's paw at home in a glass case. I've never made a wish on it. I do not want a zombie at my house. Because <laughs> you don't like zombies! I have said it before, I do not like zombies. <laughs> Oh, I am so sorry, everyone, because <laughs> everything I think is... I'm just is, uh, not a zombie, not a zombie fan. We were, there was a discussion uh, pre-recording of um, Walking Dead, uh, and we were discussing that both of us had both checked out. You watched, I think, the first episode, and we're just like, I, I don't... the first couple episodes I don't like it. zombies, and I watched a lot of it, and I have, uh, I have tapped out um, Come the Negan portion because it is just far too cruel for me any longer which makes me really sad because one of my favorite characters in the whole world is carol and i've heard that she continues to have this great arc 
I can't get past how dire and how mean the show is and how... And you know what? For all those people out there that are like, well, then you're missing out and the comics are just as bad. Well, congratulations. I'm glad that you enjoy it. And it is out there specifically for you. And, and it's not necessarily for us. Yes. just yeah. It's just too much. And if people don't like the things you like, that does not make them a bad person. Yeah, pretty much. Don't. Yeah. I have a whole thing about that. Don't yes. tell people how to enjoy things. Yeah. Oh, yes. Or what they're allowed to enjoy within reason. Um, things that, uh, movies things, with Movies, comics, item. books, let them enjoy them. Exactly. Uh, and, uh, in movies that I do really enjoy, um, I love Oculus. And that cursed, that, that mirror. I have not watched Oculus, but I have it on my list. It's really good. I know, and it's by that director I like. I do, yeah. Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually found, I actually found that mirror, except it's so expensive, but I really want it anyway, because who doesn't want a beautiful, ornate, black enamel mirror? You that... can't have a cursed mirror in your house. I would love to think that it would be the non-cursed one, and I don't have the place for it. I, I'm looking around at your copious wall space. <laughs> that doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. <laughs> And I'm thinking, no, there's no room for it. I have room for it in my house, but do I want a cursed mirror? No. no. <laughs> uh, in more cursed items, we have uh, the cursed videotape. From the ring. ring. Yes. That is a great cursed item. It is. It is scary. The first time I read a plot description of The Ring, before it was remade in America, back when it was just from overseas, it freaked me out just reading the plot description. Yeah. I am still so thankful because it was Vertigo Video that I rented the That's ring right. From. I rented The Ring to you. You did. <laughs> when I finally got the courage to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm one of those rare people that I like. I like the U.S. version and the I Japanese like... version because for very different reasons. Yeah, the U.S. version was really good. It's a little more linear and easier to follow. Yeah. The Japanese version... I like the mythos behind is more it, and mythic. It's, yeah, it's more creepy and spooky because things aren't all explained to you. And I remember uh, there was a point that um, I remember Michael Montour making is that I love like a general acceptance towards the supernatural in in the Ringu um, version of like, well, of course the the dad has supernatural psychic powers. Oh yeah, why the hell wouldn't he? You know, it's just like, of course he does. Yeah, I you enjoy know? that. I enjoy when <laughs> films accept that kind of stuff oh, yeah. instead of saying, that's foolish. I hate in films when someone tells like somebody that something horrible and supernatural is happening, and that person's like, that could never happen. If somebody as tells me some crazy supernatural right thing is happening, yeah. where everything that's experienced, they're being... They're I may be, not be 100% certain that they're, what they're telling me yeah. is real, but I'm willing to give it a shot. I'm willing to say, well, if you're saying this, and I know you well enough that you wouldn't make stuff up, yeah. we okay. better get the holy water, just it, in case. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, movies other than... Uh, we have the cursed internet existing in Unfriended, Impulse, and Fear.com. Yeah, the internet's already cursed. Yeah. It's called 4chan. Oh. Ouch. <laughs> um, and 
it was funny because I, I kept seeing pulls held up with that, and I really enjoyed uh, Cairo. It. I've not seen it. Um, it's, but it, to me it seemed less about the internet being cursed, or maybe they're just talking about the Americanized version of it. Because one of the things that they talked about in the first one is that there was a general sadness that was being, you know, and how it was probably, you know, being passed along through the internet, but it was right. just taking people over and and, right. and utterly obliterating them. Um, and I it, I just found it really, I mean, it's sad. Yeah. Uh, but it was more of this malaise that was just... Killing people. Yeah. yeah. And more or less so than the Oh, internet. I don't need to see that. It's, yes, it's very sad. <laughs> um, some of my favorite... And stupidest possessed items. There is a movie called Ninja 3 The Domination. It is a movie about a lady who finds a samurai sword. Yeah. And is possessed by the spirit of the ancient ninja who used to have it. I'm going to wait to drink my tea. On the director's track, the director explains that he had to have the woman possessed by the sword because no one would believe that an actual woman had martial arts skills. Unless she was possessed... By, by a ninja. ninja. Um, it is <laughs> the penultimate perfect schlocky 80s kung fu, mystery, kung fu spiritual garbage movie. It's the just from, the, from the decade that brought us things like Jim Cotta. Just her apartment is worth watching the movie for. She's got a video game console. She's got some traffic cones. She's yeah. got some neon. Uh, it's I'm probably totally still worth watching. never going to watch this. But... Oh, you're going to watch. I'm going to bring it over. <laughs> I own it. I will bring it over, and then yeah. I'll watch it with Jim, and we'll force you to sit between God us while we watch everything. a terrible movie. It's true. Um, another of my favorite haunted things is one of the ugliest lamps in the world. If you've ever seen the movie... Amityville, The Evil Escapes. I almost, I, I tried to find it. And I... Oh, I know a place that has it. I bet you do. <laughs> I was tempted. It is a floor lamp that... Okay, first of all, the Amityville... The family that was living in Amityville, Amityville the Lutzes, mm -hmm. they have fled after 32 days of horror. Or 23 days. Some days of horror, they fled. So the real estate agent has a yard sale to sell all their stuff because they're what not coming back wrong? for it. wrong? <laughs> and someone, a family, buys a lamp and it is evil. <laughs> you can tell because sometimes it flickers. <laughs> also, it is one of the ugliest lamps I've ever seen. That's part of I mean, evilness. it's a floor lamp. But it's got like these two random arms sticking out the side that are supposed to be decorative. Mm -hmm. They're not like human arms. They're I don't know. It's not an attractive lamp. And uh, so these people who have no taste I'm in lamps so hard. are cursed by having no taste in lamps. And also because the lamp is evil. I think that at one point somebody trips over the cord and falls to their death. Oh. It kills people in some lamp-like ways. I think somebody gets electrocuted. And I'm not sure this is cursed. This might just happen with any crappy lamp you buy at a yard sale. <laughs> but it's finally defeated when they throw it out of the window into the yard. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and I think it comes on unplugged. By I think it comes unplugged, and the devil can't get into it. I don't know, but that's how it ends. Is they throw the lamp out of the out of the window, and it falls into the yard, and then that's and that's it. That's it. Well, from now on, well, hmm, no. I I was just you know thinking how I could solve problems by throwing things out windows. No, no. The gla- it's really expensive to get a window replaced. And most of my problems are financial, so that's not going <laughs> to help. Um, uh, we have, Let's see, what have uh, I got? We have Chucky from Child's Play. He is a possessed dog. He is. He's possessed by a, a serial killer, isn't he? Yeah. A, yeah. How does that happen? Uh, he Accident in the toy factory? A, he, no, he's, he speaks a spell to put himself into as he's being killed. Oh, and so, so he puts a spirit. A... He puts a spirit into the doll. So I he's a sorcerer, hopes... serial killer, yeah. ne- necromancer, perhaps. Okay, sure. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I do not. I'm, I am not the target audience for the Chucky the, movies. The, the Chucky movies, though, I love Child's Play one and Child's Play two, um, when they're. More serious. More serious and more scary. I feel like yeah. the same thing about Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger became a wisecracking... He did. Became a wisecracking dude. Yeah. And, and too funny and too much of... Yeah. And too much of... Not not scary anymore. Yeah. Which is why I really still love um, New Nightmare. Yeah. When they, when they make it, him scary again. Yeah. 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 New Nightmare yeah. is a great way to reimagine a series. Yeah. How do you feel about the new Halloween movie they're making? Um, they're I... starting from the point of Halloween two. Yeah. So they're not. And they're just nothing after wiping Halloween everything else counts. away. Yeah. So it's. I mean, from and and I don't even. I'm, yes, I am fairly certain they're still accepting Halloween two, but I know it's yeah. after that. It's just everything else is gone. And it's I'm Jamie kind Lee Curtis, and that. she looks amazing. I know because she's Jamie Lee Curtis. I know. Um, and uh, I'm sure she's got a portrait somewhere. <laughs> yeah um but uh no i i think it's being handled really respectfully and the fact that even uh john carpenter spent some time on the set and is actually working with them considering how much he just hates everything now yeah. the fact that he's giving it time of day is really yeah. impressive so you know what else is almost always possessed what dolls Dolls Not are... just fucking creepy, man. Dolls, they're always possessed. Is there any specific dolls out there that you wanna? What I'm was, what was very, the Twilight Zone? That... I'm very fond of. Oh, chatty, Ch- talking Tina. Talking Tina. Talking Tina. That I. That episode is terrifying that today. Episode is terrifying because it's just messed up. Talisa Wallace. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, I I think I imprinted on him as a little bit watching. Um, Kojak. Co- was it Coach? Yes, it was Coach yeah, Jack. Um, watching that as a kid, and then, but, but there were times where he was playing characters that were just really terrifying and frightening, and because uh, I I watched that that Twilight Zone episode um, only a couple of years ago. It's still scary. It is still yeah, yeah. scary as hell. There's a movie. There's a horror movie that takes place on a train. It's horror. It might be Horror Express. It's a Hammer film. Yeah. And uh, it's got Telly Savalas in it, and it's so good. Yeah. Like, these guys get a Bigfoot or some kind of a creature, 
and they've got it frozen in ice and they're transporting it back to the college to study it. It's Peter Cushing. It's got so Christopher Lee. It's got all those guys in it. The uh, thing thaws out and comes to life and starts killing people <laughs> on the train. And then all of a sudden, a co- they're going across Russia with it and a Cossacks board the train and they're led by Telly Savalas, who's this evil whip-carrying Cossack. It's amazing. Such a great movie. I don't know what to think about any of that. I have. I think you like it. I, I'll bring it over sometime. I have utterly missed the Hammer films. I have. I have never watched any of them. Oh well, and I, I've watched I a think, ton of them. I think since I don't know where to start, there's it's it's too vast, and I think because their quality kind of goes up and down, it's like I don't want to jump. You don't want to jump one. in on a bad one, exactly, and then have that taint my ideas of of what they well, could be. The first Christopher Lee Dracula is okay, but mostly they didn't know that Chris, it was like they didn't know he could act, so he just stands around and looks scary and wet flight wakes, yeah, hisses. The second one, Dracula (coughs) is Risen from the Grave, is probably one of my favorite vampire films ever. So we can bring that over, or you can watch it, because it starts off with Dracula being frozen in a pond, and then the pond thaws out, and you know what happens. You know what happens. He (laughs) He comes back, and he haunts him, but... Starts uh, biting people's necks in a Bavarian village, and you know what else? Dracula, he just Dracula's around the place a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, speaking of ha- of uh, possessed recordings or cursed recordings, we have uh, Trick or Treat from the eighties with mm. the uh, the uh, the. I the recording. Don't know. <laughs> I don't know that movie. Um. And then also, uh, I almost hesitate to bring it up, but they have the the cursed recording in Lords of Salem, um, <laughs> which I swear to God, though, I will I will pay you money if you just make... to, yeah, I know we I all want know short... all... everybody want knows we want a super cut of the witch part. Is the best part. Anyway, um, there is a movie, two movies out there that I've never seen. One called The Lift, and one called The Shaft that have a. <laughs> Uh, possessed or cursed elevator. Yes, and I've heard they're both pretty bad. But I've heard the shaft. I think is I've worse. seen the lift. I've heard... I know I've seen the lift. Like it was years and years ago. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I know they shaft I, The only shaft I know is John Shaft. Shut your mouth. <laughs> um, one of the things that I heard held up as as cursed items was uh, from the movie Under the Shadow. Um, that the bomb oh, yeah. falling in is what triggers the gin. That takes yeah, but I don't think that the bomb is cursed. the cursed I item. I know. I just wanted to bring up. I think the under bomb the is again. the director's message. Yes. That yeah. That when this happens, it's terrible and evil awakes one way or the other. Yep. I don't care. We got to mention that movie again, which I really enjoyed. I did like that movie. Uh boop doop doo I don't know. Let's see I what I got. I mean, I've got, you know, Annabelle from The Conjuring. But... Right, but as we were saying, dolls almost always haunted. Evil. Evil dolls. Haunted, definitely. I don't know if they're <laughs> always evil, but they're never... These movies make me not want to go to yard sales. <laughs> and I love yard, yard sales. Yard sales are wonderful. Yard sales are awesome. But one of these days, I'm going to bring home a cursed lamp, and I'll you have will. to trip over the cordon. Burn, no, you'll just I'll come to your house and throw it out the window and Thank save you. you. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So is there anything left on your list? Uh, there's the Dybbuk box in the movie The Possession. What the hell? I can't believe... Speaking of things that you get at yard sales, or in this case, off eBay, I think it was. No, it was a yard sale. It was a yard sale? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, uh, because she just found it. And actually, I really enjoyed it. And it was wonderful seeing, um religious horror taken from a jewish um, yeah it's always the catholics always Boy, get all like the it. horror they love their <laughs> they do. they're like there's always saints being called down it's not the catholics it's jesus is always coming in to help <laughs> and it's kind of nice to see other religious traditions yeah. getting a shot at a horror film yeah. and uh i remember enjoying it when it came out and it, i was one that i was going to rewatch, and i just ran out of time so, but I, uh, I've seen it a couple it. times because it's rated PG, which means I'm allowed to show it during the day at work. Oh, well, there you go. And I'm always looking for horror movies to show during the day. Yes. Yeah. You know, I do not look down my nose at PG horror. I know that that. It, there can be good PG horror. Yeah. It's possible. I mean, all of the old horror movies that I love are PG just because back. Yeah. You know. It didn't have the things in it that were going to. Yeah, the Hammer films you'd see a boob every once in a while, but boobs. Yeah, sheesh. So, um, that was actually a suggestion, <clears throat> and I apologize. My voice has been uh, <clears throat> going over the course of the day. Um, that was one of the um, suggestions that I had seen for upcoming topics was kind of horror light or horror for people that you want. We could do to... a show about that. Yeah. Horror for people who aren't necessarily, yeah, like The Changeling. Mm -hmm. Great horror film, no gore in it whatsoever. Yeah. It's all it's all frightening ideas. Yeah. So, um, and then I've also wanted to do kind of like a starter horror, um, like the stuff that, um, or did I actually already do that? I don't know. I Me either. I'd have to look back at the list. I mean, we're coming up. I'm coming up on... Well, what about like, like horror episodes? films that you can watch with your children? That's what I was going to say. Of a certain it's, age. It's children of a certain age. I mean... Starter horror where it's, yeah. you know, the creepy... The... Stuff for like... <clears throat> yeah. Like 8 to 12 year olds. Yeah. That's not um, going to ruin them for life. But <laughs> yeah, we could do that. That would and be And then fun. Uh, we've also talked about doing... Uh, um, young adult horror. Young adult Let's call horror. it young adult horror. So, yeah, no, there's a whole bunch of themes that we're talking about doing coming up, and I'm really excited about it. So Good. Yeah. Did you write them down? Because we will forget them immediately, and then we'll be like, what are we going to talk <laughs> got, about next I've week? I've got some of them written down. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't think I have anything else left to cover, but this I has been... I think that's about it. And I, I apologize. <laughs> I, I know that I've listened to other podcasts where... It's just somebody laughing their ass off the whole time, and it can get annoying. And I hope never this apologize. <laughs> never apologize. I have no idea what's in me, but I had a lot of fun, and I hope you enjoyed it too. So, until next time. Don't read the Latin can be found at don'treadthelatin.com, on Twitter at drtl podcast. On Tumblr or at Facebook.com slash Don't Read the Latin. Please rate us on iTunes and tell your friends and fiends about us. We're dying to meet them. <laughs>